Hey there, wine fans. Welcome back to Chris Tries to Review Wine. I'm sitting across from my good friend John Esquivel, and that means it's time for a pop quiz. All right, John, let's ask the question on everyone's mind this week. Let's do it. A pair of Iron Man wine glasses. So that's wine glasses with the face of Iron Man on them. A pair of them costs how much on Etsy? Oh. Is it A, $20, B, $30, or C, $50, but they are actually made out of reclaimed iron? Ah, uh, okay. It's because you said Etsy, I'm gonna go with C. Ah, I knew you'd go for C because I said Etsy. I watch a lot of HGTV. I know what I'm doing here. It was good. It was a trick one. You had me. I know. But hey, the good news is you can get a pair of Iron Man or Spider-Man wine glasses for the low, low price of $20 if you choose the first result when you search Etsy for Avengers wine. Wow. That's right. We're already learning things, and we haven't even started the episode. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Well, then let's learn even more. Hit it, guys. Recording live in New York, it's Chris Tries to Review Wine. With your special guest, John Esquivel. A delicious bottle of Piedra Negra Pinot Gris Rosado. Musical guest, Vampire Weekend. And your host, the man who puts the oh no in Pino, Chris Barlow. Okay, welcome back to Chris Tries to Review Wine, ladies and gentlemen. And a uh, very important announcement. We can't even continue without me telling you the very important announcement. Please tell us. Uh, get ready to have your mind blown because we have a live show coming up May 10th, Friday. That is a Friday. Whoa. Whoa, 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 wait. You're telling me you're gonna do this live. On a Friday. On a Friday. I know, and kind kind of like early, but not too early. So, you know, not, you'll get out of work, you'll have enough time to maybe, you know, put on a nice shirt or, oh. or put your pants back on after you leave the office. I don't know where you work. What matters is that you'll have time to freshen up before yeah. you join us at 7.30 p.m. 7.30 p.m. at the Lounge at Dixon Place on New York City's scenic Lower East Side. That's so convenient. It is really convenient because it is a hip part of town that is not off the train that will stop working spontaneously yeah, the, when the clock strikes like 9.45. You're all good. Yeah, you'll be able to take some other train nobody uses, like the J yeah. or the Z. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And, and for those of you who are traveling from far and wide to New York just to see this show, don't worry. You can get there by many convenient cabs or ride shares or by flagging down a police horse and saying, quick, take me to Chris Tries Review Wine live at the lounge at Dixon Place on Friday, May 10th at 7.30 p.m. Once again, Friday, May 10th, 7.30 p.m. I'll be there. I, you literally will, John. I'm thrilled to know that you'll be there. Uh, and we will be drinking many different wines that come straight from the Dixon Place bar. So it's interactive. That's it's, perfect. At the end of a work week, Friday? It's on Friday, it's on right? It's on Friday. Oh my God, that's perfect. But right now, it's Wednesday. Specifically, it's... Wines Day. Ooh. It, it is always Wines Day. It is and Wines Day. And this Wines Day is different than many other Wines Days. Why, may you ask, is this Wines Day I do ask. Different? Why is it different? Well, it's May 1st. It's the beginning <sighs> of a new month, which means we're headed to the club. 
It's a club we actually used to go to a very long time ago when I did Chris Tries to Review Wine as a video series. This used to be something you could watch with your eyeballs, but that is not trendy anymore. That is like so 2016. Oh my god, don't make me use my eyeballs, oh, please. No, right now we want to cover them, to close them, curl up in the fetal position. Well? Ugh. 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 No, please, this is a savvy modern day podcast where we're gonna go to the club. Specifically, a club that is a lot of fun. It's one that I've been to many times. You're about to go there, too. John, do you know what it's called? No, tell me, please. The name of the club? What's the name of the club? It's the Least Terrible Wines of the Month Club. Woo! Was that enough build-up? Were you excited? I was so excited. I didn't know what club it was going to be. What club we were going to yep, go to? I have no idea. I honestly don't go to any clubs. I don't so go to clubs. You so could have I... named anything, and I would have believed it was a club. Mm-hmm. You could have said Rusty Shoe. That sounds like a perfect club. I would go to that club. I would well, go to the I, Rusty Shoe. I, I would say I would go to that club because I imagine it's a club, but then I wouldn't go. I'd cancel at the last minute. I'd say, yes, I'll meet you at the Rusty Shoe. And then at like 6.45. Uh, you're looking at the train. I'd be like, no. could be delayed. But you're like, I'll take an Uber. No. But and then, then, then it's and then was like, I'm not going to pay that. No. And what's a Rusty Shoe anyway? Right. But you will not do that on May 10th. On May 10th at 6.45, you'll look at your phone and you'll go, oh my god, I can't wait. It's almost time for Chris Tries to Review Wine Live. I need to get my Uber now. Yeah, no, don't even worry about the surge. Not pool X. Yeah, you know what? Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Uber Black. You're right. To In Chris style. Tries to Review Wine to Live. Chris Tries to Review That's wine. right. But back in the club. In the club, we're tasting one of my favorite, least favorite wines of the month. Your favorite, least favorite wines of the month. You you follow that? I follow it. It means I like it. I, I, I mean, I'm ready. Oh, oh, you can announce. Just, you're already drinking it. Oh, I'm already were, drinking it, ready and I like say, it a lot. I like it. I Stop like it. Stop playing coy. Yeah. Here in the club, we don't play coy. We just give each other looks. In the club. And that's why we can just look at this delicious Pinot Gris Rosado and and just enjoy that color. It's peachy. Uh, it mm. feels like summer's on its way. It does. And you know, the weather's been a little erratic lately, so I'll take the assist when it comes to summer. The weather has been... I don't know. It was so sunny just a week ago, and now it's just been raining. I can see why you don't go to the club a I lot. Go to the club. This, this is your this is your small talk at the club. Yeah, yeah. Well, to be fair, my small talk at the club would be, what wines do you have by the glass? Yeah, the, the small talk gets better as I have more wines. By yeah, the glass it, de- it typically the, does, the which is why we're starting with a glass of this Bodega Piedra Negra Pinot Gris Rosado. Jeez. I know, what a name. It's already one of your favorite names, I can It tell. is already. But will it be one of your favorite tastes? Let's find out. As always, beginning with the sniff. Mmm, mmm. What do you smell? Ooh, crisp summer coming. That's what it I does, can smell. It does, it does. I will say. It smells like happiness. I can't tell if you meant crisp, comma, summer, comma, coming, or crisp summer coming. Ooh, Ooh, that is a complex flavor. It's and a very I, complex I'm, I'm flavor. I'm excited. I'm very excited. Um, let's take a taste. Mm. Mm. I don't know what I'm tasting, but I'm liking it. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, honestly, that's the best, most accurate tasting note you could provide. So congratulations, you're already nailing it. Amazing. But um, what I would say is, it's a little dry, a little tart, and um, at the same time, quite refreshing. It's very refreshing. Very I want to be refreshing. This is kind of like I want to be on a porch, like yeah. a white suit. This is solid porch wine. Yes. I mean, it is wine for the club, but also for the porch. Yeah, for the porch. You could bring the club to the porch. You could bring the club to the porch by bringing a bottle of Bodega Piedra Negra Pinot Gris Rosado, which again is a lot of words. So it. You're, you're trying to decipher all the I'm words. I'm trying to decipher all the words. So let's break it down. Bodega, Piedra Negra, that is like the winery. That's saying who we are. So the winery is a... Bodega Piedra Negra. Oh, is it a deli? Corner store? Sure, yeah. Bodega? Uh-huh. It, yeah. Has, it, it, it is full of cats. Bodega cats. Okay, that's great. I, you know what? I you know when they squished the grapes? It. When they squished uh, the grapes? That's just cats. That makes so much sense. It's common, actually. Yeah, it's very common. Uh, When you're at Bodega Piedra Negra. Uh, But the next words, uh, this is when things get interesting. Pinot Gris. Not Grigio. Gris. Gris. Not Noir. Not Noir. Just Gris. Pinot Gris. Which is spelled G-R-I-S, like Grizz. Like Gris. It feels like it wanted to be a... Pinot Grigio, but ah. didn't complete college or maybe so you're dropped wondering, out. You're wondering, what? Some... What happened? Yeah, what happened? Well, actually, it's kind of like Pinot Grigio is a Pinot Gris that went and studied abroad in Italy and then decided to never come back to America. Ah. Uh, uh. Makes sense, and I, I don't blame it. I don't blame it. I don't either. blame uh, it either. Honestly, if you found a beautiful Italian villa or apartment or just kind of like ramshackle box you could live out of at this point, seems I, anything's nice. better than nothing. Yeah, actually. Yeah. And I would say that about this wine. I, I would wouldn't say. say that about everyone. Let me be clear. Here at Chris Dreiser Review Wine, we have standards. That's my that's my blow your mind moment. We have standards. I know you wouldn't expect it, but we have standards. And this is one that I have no qualms with. I would say, yeah, this is better than nothing any day of the week. I would I am... agree with that. And I'm not a rosé person. You were telling me yeah, earlier not. that you're I've not a rosé couple... person. So we get to the final word here, rosado. Do you oh. think you're now a rosado person? I would say I'm a rosado person, but does that make me a rosé? It does person? make you a rosé oh person. My. You got it correct because a rosado is just a rosé. Oh. It's just another word for it. Because in some languages, they like to use different words for things. This is specifically from Argentina, and so Rosado is often just an Argentinian rosé. And Pinot Gris, the grape is actually basically the same grape as Pinot Grigio, but it's only Pinot Grigio when it's grown in Italy. Uh, Learn something new every day. In the club. And speaking of the club, you can become a member of the Chris Tries Review Wine Club uh, by joining us May 10th, where our special guests will be all-time favorite show guest people, Gabe Templin from oh my God. Just Press Playhouse. He uh, has had some delicious wines on this show with us before, and he is a fantastic uh, actor. He's such podcaster, a podcaster. And he will also be joined by another favorite podcast guest person of this show, 
that's a that's how we refer to them as podcast guest people. And that guest person's name is Lanny Harms. She's from the Ooh. Upright Citizens Brigade. I know, it's very exciting. So, join us with our favorite podcast guest people as you are a podcast audience person and participant in this exciting podcast interactive live journey that we're calling Chris Tries Review Wine Live. Don't miss it. Dixon Place, 7.30, May 10th. That's the part I want people to remember. Just that. Dixon Place, 7.30, May 10th. Oh. But what I want you to remember is how much you enjoyed tasting this wine, John. I enjoyed it so much. This, I would say, is my most least terrible wine of this month so far. This is easily my most least terrible wine of this month so far. And that's that's really saying something because you've been drinking since eight a.m. Oh, since eight a.m. I know it's only May first, but you are really just in it. Just had to start the month off. That this is right. Yes, that's what they say about May, in like um, a drunk and out like a a drunk. Yep. That's what they say. Yeah, that's what Yeah, and you know what else they say? What do they say? They say that everyone in America is talking about a cultural phenomenon right now. A phenomenon. A phenomenon. There's only two things you're talking about. There are only two things I could be talking about. Uh, One of them is, of course, everybody's favorite cultural phenomenon, the Ikea catalog. Yes. Just came out. Just came out. I'm super excited about that. Uh, And the other one is something I've been told is called Endgame. Yes. Endgame. It's blowing up. It's blowing up. Literally. Uh, But... I wonder if you know as much about it as I do. And that is why, for this week's drinking game, we are going to play a game that I am calling I Am Culturally Aware of Something Called Endgame. Okay, so okay, we'll work on the title, but I like it. I I, I think it's a catchy title. I am culturally aware of something called Endgame. You're right, it's catching on. Yeah, yeah, just keep saying it in your head. You're really going to get used to something called Endgame. Endgame. Where I am going to ask you, John Esquivel, questions about the thing everyone is talking about, Endgame. I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm As so ready. As always, the rules are, if you get the question right, I will drink. If you get the question wrong, you will drink. Awesome. If nobody knows the answer to the question, then I guess that is the state of humanity, which is a theme in Endgame. So get ready. I'm sure you know what I'm about to ask you, because question number one in Samuel Beckett's Endgame, Wait, the what? team of superheroes is assembled once again, and they are organized by a Professor Xavier-like character named Ham. Ham has one of these superpowers. Which one is it? He is A, unable to hear. B, he is unable to see. Or C, he is unable to feel his feelings. Uh, so this is Samuel so, Beckett. Yes. So again, in the popular Samuel Beckett franchise, Endgame, the team comes back together, led by Ham, and Ham's superpower is what? I think I'm going to go with uh, he can't see. That is correct. Ham can neither stand nor see, which means I have to drink. Oh, Oh, Beckett, you. I know everybody loves Samuel Beckett. It's so grossed good. a billion dollars. That's right. I Samuel saw that Beckett. Endgame grossed a billion dollars. It's wild. So I imagine everybody knows yeah, I'm the assuming. answer to this next question, which is question number two. The Iron Man of uh, Avengers Endgame is Iron Man, but the Iron Man of Samuel Beckett's Endgame is undoubtedly 
Clove, Ham's servant. So which of these is Clove's superpower? Uh, A, he is unable to sit. B, he is unable to speak. Or C, he is unable to atone for the sins of his past. Okay, I'm gonna go with B. Ah, oh. uh, you need to drink because Clove, as we all know, is unable to sit. Oh, really? Yes, yeah, so Ham cannot stand, Clove cannot sit. Now you see how they are uh, a uh, team of superheroes. Yeah, that makes who sense. Who all have powers that complement each other. That's why they are the Avengers. Which brings me to question number three, our third and final question of this very catchy drinking game. The romance at the center of Avengers Endgame was definitely the relationship between the talking raccoon and the guy who played Watson on Sherlock. But Nag and Nell, the husband and wife duo of Samuel Beckett's Endgame, they were unique. Why? A. They had no legs. B. They lived in trash cans. Or C. They both had no legs and lived in trash cans. See, just knowing Samuel Beckett, I feel like all of these can be an option. They're all correct. Yes. It is C. They have no legs and they live in a trash can. Such just a unique concept. It. One I mean, billion dollars. That's how unique this concept the, uh, is. People heard about this and they went, sign me up. Sign I am going to check what we need this right out now. in IMAX. Oh, and Dolby. Have you seen movies in Dolby yet? You know, I haven't seen any movies in Dolby, but I'm pretty sure I saw Uncle Vanya in Dolby. <laughs> and let me tell you, the gunshot was like, whoa, all around. <laughs> And, John, that means you're a winner. Here on the game that we call, I am culturally aware of something called Endgame. Wow, wow, congratulations. That, that is amazing. so good, I, I think I'm gonna... I feel like you really are in the zeitgeist like I am. We really understand what's popular right now. And I'm gonna reward right myself now. with another and, glass. And I think you should pour yourself another glass yep. while our uh, amazing listeners hear this amazing word from our amazing sponsors. And we are back to Chris Tries to Review Wine, where we are finishing our night in the club by talking about Piedra Negra Pinot Gris Rosado. Uh, it's from a bodega, we've decided, because yep. again, it is bodega, bodega Piedra Negra. So would you go to your local bodega and pick up a bottle of this? Well, my question is, is it sunny outside? It is always sunny when you are drinking Bodega Piedra Negra Pinot Gris Rosado because it's just that good. Am I in the club while I'm drinking this? Oh, are you in the club? You're in the club. Then I'm going to have to say yes. I'm going to go pick up a bottle of Bodega Piedra Negra. Wow. And you don't even know how much it cost. I don't which know. Which is really saying something. Oh, so no. I'm going to ask you right now, how much do you think it cost? $13.99. Oh, I have terrible news. You are wrong. It costs less than that <gasps> because we're into club. And it's a cheap club with a low cover charge because this wine is $9.99. What? $9.99 a bottle at Trader Joe's Wine Shop. So it may cost more elsewhere, but honestly, I'd pay $13.99 for this. No I problem. I would pay $13.99. It is just that yeah. good. But at $9.99 and with a convenient twist-off top, this is an excellent picnic wine. Mm. Sold already. The top. 
you weren't sold until you saw the top or or you're extra I'm sold. extra sold because oh. it is a picnic wine because a cork at a picnic it never works out and if you break the cork oh it's just so much to work when everyone hates you because then they're not getting their wine if somebody didn't bring the cork screw forget done. it forget Your it it's just over. a tease it's just there terrible it's an image of what could have been sad yep but with this no problem well you know what might be a problem Picking the right number to assign to this wine, because there are so many numbers. Ooh. One, two, three, four, also five. Those are numbers you could assign to this wine. And in order to make it a little bit easier, why don't I give the wine the chance to speak for itself in a segment we call Dramatic Readings of Wine Labels. <clears throat> Bodega Piedra Negra Pinot Gris Rosado. A harsh and extreme climate at the foot of the impressive Cordillera Mountains. A high altitude and a rocky volcanic ground in parentheses. It says black rocks. This is our terror. So, so far I've butchered the pronunciation on everything <laughs> on this label, but it is very dramatic. So I will continue. <clears throat> The wines that come from this region are full-bodied, yet smooth, intense, yet varied. Typical, considering their grape variety, they are very pleasurable wines. In the club. Um, that didn't really help me with my tasting notes, but uh, it was dramatic. It was very dramatic. And because of that, I think I'm going to raise my score. I had a score in my head, but after the dramatic reading, I think I'm going to just raise it a little bit higher. Wow. What is your final score? So I think I'm going to give it a 4.4. I think it's right there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So much excitement here. 4.4. That is a huge rave review. The price... The, the screw top, and more importantly, the taste. You're seeing the complete package. It is the, the value of the package. whole thing. Yes. And I gotta say, you're not wrong. It is delicious, refreshing, and mm. it's a summer go-to. I would easily say 4.5. Boom. Wow. 4.5, I know. That's great. Wow, wow. But that's how serious we get when we go to the Least Terrible Wines of the Month Club. Well, thank you so much for joining me, John Thank you Esquivel. for having me. It is always good to see you here in the club, and it will be even better to see you on May 10th. That's a Friday at 7.30. Dixon Playhouse. At the Lounge at Dixon Place. Oh, Place. Place. I don't know why I saw Playhouse. Never mind. Well, because we're all going to play together when we taste some wine with my guests, Gabe Templin, Lanny Harms, and you, dear listener, who will join us in the audience live at Christmas tries to review wine. Until then, drink. I'm chugging it. I'm chugging it.